hard road 33 years of tough luck 44 skulls buried in the ground Crawling down through the muck Oh yeah! Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us. Uh... <laughs> okay, start over. Oh, okay, start over. If you're going to buy something Go on ahead. Amazon, uh, shopping there is already easy and so is helping us. Go to PositiveSarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire penis. Penis. <laughs> Start this whole thing over. Penis. Oh. <laughs> oh, helps you support the entire no, PS. No, that. Where's, somebody, no, somebody we're going with it. That's going in there. Dominoes. Yeah. Start every every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. Um, wow, that is that's High, epic. That's going to be highly edited. That's your uh, own No, I think we're keeping yeah. that. I think that's great. Uh, hey folks, welcome. Don't forget, please tell a friend about us. Uh, I've got a couple movies we're gonna talk about today. Uh, Hello, guys. Oh, uh, Shane's over there. What's up? Okay. okay. Oh, thank you, my friend. All right. Mark was beerless. I had to get him a beer. Okay. Beer me. Beer me. All right. Well, we got a mom. The meatloaf. Ready? <laughs> Shh. Right. Ooh, that registered. That was a good you six like and a half. I like that. I like my soda. Nice. All right. Okay, so I tweeted out that uh, we were going to be talking about the Thomas Crown Affair in 1999. That oh, was Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan and Rene Russo. Oh. Dennis Leary. And Dennis Leary, of course. And then, of course, the American with George Clooney and some French broad. So uh, vi- we're vi- going to start. Vi- Violante plus yeah. placido placebo, like whatever her name is. The placido. placebo effect. And an old guy that looked like Daniel Craig's dad, but was it? So. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's get started uh, with Thomas Crown Affair. Basically about a gazillionaire who owns everything, including a bil- uh, his own skyscraper in New York City. Uh, one day Crown in- acquisitions. At- Crown <laughs> acquisitions. And one day a, a very expensive, expensive Monet goes up missing. I think it was Manet. It was a very like, expensive mayonnaise. Wait, it may, have been, it may have been uh, you know, Monet. Was it Monet or Monet? They used to piss me off in college I, when I was studying because there's Monet and Manet. Yeah. No, it's it's Monet or and Manet. Monet. And Monet, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know anything about it. Yeah, we do. We bo- we got two fucking art degrees here, bro. <laughs> right, bitches? Anyway. That's why we work in insurance. Art degrees. So, the painting goes missing. Somebody stole it. And through the whole process, a uh, insurance investigator comes in to find a out who did it. Insurance investigator. And then a love. Oh, she's sassy in the best '90s yes. gay or stupid movie <laughs> way ever. How's so, it stupid? All right, guys, go. Know. Just go. Just go ahead. Knock what is it. your what, what, Mark? Build just it up. So, so, right. so, so Mark, like, build it up. Shane, knock right. it down. So I'm gonna say, about was like 14 years ago. <laughs> I watched this movie like on v- video or DVD after it came out. Uh, I watched it. I thought it was awesome. I, I think at the time I wanted to watch because Renee Russo, there was rumors that she showed her boobs in it, you know, and she'd been buried. She Those rumors have been confirmed, by right. the way. Right, she did. But the thing was, before this, everyone was like, man, Renee Russo is so hot. Why does she show her titties in movies? And she never showed her boobs before this movie, I So think. when this came out, you were also like 16. I was 20. I was, 98? I was 19 in 1999. The movie came out in 99. Damn, you're old. I watched it in 2000. Uh, thought it was cool back then. Yeah, I was 18. All right. right. Yeah. Watched it just this past week, mm-hmm. about 14 years later. <laughs> and, I mean, the movie is not as cool as I thought it was. Um, <laughs> it was but, fine. But it's a good movie. It's it's a decent flick. Uh I, I've read I've read some things, but the original was a lot better uh, with Steve McQueen and uh, I Faye, liked Faye Dunaway. Yeah. Um, I think it was like 60s. Sometimes I think about it. And like Steve McQueen, all I need is a fast machine. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. So we get in. So 
Thomas Crown Affair, the original was really was really good. I'd like to see that one myself. I would like to see. Um, yeah. Faye Dunaway was in this one. Uh, she, played, she played the psychiatrist that was talking to Thomas Crown, you know, throughout the movie. Uh, Steve McQueen, the first one, you know, he's you know everybody knows Steve McQueen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty pretty. He well uh, directed Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, yeah, not that Steve McQueen. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the other one. Steve but anyway, so to get back on this one, uh, I mean, my thoughts on this movie. <laughs> you just made me stop and be like. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my thoughts about this movie were, I mean, it was it, it was kind of a sophisticated film, all right? Like, it was kind of a clever, witty film. Uh, that's my thought. I mean, that's you're good. over here sticking your tongue out. No, it's like fine. Grow up. No, you just um, like different movies than me, man. Yeah, you do. You don't like anything. I do, too. There hasn't uh, been a single movie. It doesn't have Aubrey Plaza in it or fucking what's blah, her face blah, from... Blah. Uh, there hasn't been one movie... Oh, sorry. To hit the what's next. her other face there that you like? Yeah, okay. Yeah. There hasn't been a single movie that we watched recently... Five-year engagement, this guy. ...that I hadn't liked except for those two that Joey made us watch. There's a trend Rise also. Of, uh, Retaliation. Yeah, that was one. Retaliation, uh, Door, and Blue, whatever. Blue's the one was called. Yeah. Okay. No, this movie was fine. It's like something that belongs on TBS that you watch if you're bored enough. It's like, not... No, this this was light. It was light. This though. is not a TBS movie. This is a TNT movie because they know drama. And this movie <laughs> had drama, okay? No, movies get... All right, two things... That's about, another thing that's going to make about, me laugh when I listen to right, this, by the way. Thomas Crown Affair, the soundtrack... I'm listening to the soundtrack. I'm like, right, we got pianos, we got some sax, we got bass, we got We horns, had some sax, all right. And oh, well, hang on. Do we have a little quirky keyboard for when he's sneaking by? Right, and that's the thing. We're, I'm watching, I'm like, this is supposed to be like a serious kind of caper type movie. And the I sound- love capers. Right, and this soundtrack. I like him too on the little The bit soundtrack of, uh, caught me as. Yeah, some lime sauce. Or some pasta with pesto. You done? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. lemon works better with capers than So the here's yes. like we'll the soundtrack for this movie. Chicken piccata. Hey, sorry, I can, I'll come back. No, keep going. <laughs> Hang on. Let me just, let, let me play the soundtrack in the in, in the back so people can get an idea right, when right, you're right, talking. Yeah. Okay. I got the soundtrack in my head right now. I'm gonna hit. All right. So it was like the most '90s movie ever. Right, but it was a playful soundtrack. Yeah, it was fine. Like it's almost comical when you're listening to the music. You're like, is this a fucking comedy or is you know is Pierce Brosnan gonna do something fucking badass? But uh, Bill Conti uh, composed the movie. I don't know if anybody knows who Bill Conti so is. Like, consider he, going slow with some of your words. No, hang on, <laughs> Bill Picante. He's related Bill, to uh, Pace Picante, right? Hey, fuck you. Didn't they make a salsa? They <laughs> did. Bill Conti. All right. Well, a couple of movies called Rocky, Rocky Two. Rocky three, Rocky four, <laughs> Rocky five, Wait, Rocky Balboa. Rocky five, Rocky five doesn't count. Doesn't Ro- matter. He still did the music for it. Okay. Bill Conti. All right. Cool. Didn't he have a cameo? Eight. No cameo. I don't know if he had a cameo. I actually didn't think one way or another about this movie enough. It's just funny to get you worked out. Dude, I love, I, you know me. I'm a soundtrack guy. No, it was fine. I got the soundtrack right off of Rhapsody. Love Rhapsody. We got to get them on this. How part, is this? Right? Okay, first of all, from what I heard. The soundtrack I'm, I thought it was great. Uh, well, first of all, because the beginning was the, the beginning was terrible. No, I loved it. I the, loved the, the soundtrack it. was like a so. Piano. The soundtrack made me think of that Wesley Snipes movie, Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah, it was bad, dude. Um, okay, whatever you guys want to say. But then once your opinion, once it gets into the actual heist, him him uh, stealing the painting. Oh, oh. Uh, once he gets into that actual spoiler from a movie him, thirty fucking years ago, then yeah, it actually becomes. The, the soundtrack becomes better because it's very clappy and tip top. Oh, like the part where it goes boom, <laughs> The whole soundtrack, that's Bill Conti, though. If you listen to Rocky, a lot of saxophone, a lot of bass, a lot of bouncing piano, stuff like that. That's that's Bill Conti. Uh, 
I might not understand his name right, but anyway. And it has, and it, it also has, like, when the sex scene's going on, it has, like, the total. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, fucking 90s shit. Who is that? That's, uh, Wham. That, that one, there's a Nationals baseball player coming out to that now. Oh, um. Have you seen that video online? Damn it. What it's is. It's Wham. Wham? Yeah. Like, wake me up before you go go? Yeah. I don't oh, think Wham man. did the song in that movie, though, was it? No, they didn't. It's just... All right, so... I don't, know why, I don't know why you're so... No, I'm just movie, being cynical. The movie you, was like good. It. it kept me interested. I remember watching it back in the day, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good, but it's a classic movie, you know, with... with, with, with Imagine if out. this movie was made today. It would be 30 minutes longer. If this movie was made today, it would be about two, a little over two hours, probably. This was like, what, like 150 Because the audience minutes? is so stupid, they need to fill in those no, extra parts. Well, where they use big words and well, we have no, to add an extra thing. scene here's to the make thing. the smaller This word. movie, what I got from it was, it was a serious movie with a relaxed feel, and the relaxed feel came from the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack. Um, it was a clever, witty type movie. It was upscale, rich people in this movie, very well dressed. Uh, New York, Manhattan, you know, we had... You had uh, Thomas Crown who just had money to fucking piss away. Isn't it awesome though? It did make me laugh though too. Like it, it was so nineties. It was like it was oh, like it was, when yeah. when it was an attempt to be new age, but the but there was a lot of nineties in there. Like the nineties had that little spell where people could be movie stars when they really have no business being movie stars, like Rene Russo. And, whoa, 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 Renee Russo. I, I'm gonna go with Shane. Because she'd be a lead in a movie now, and I know it's it's the whole shallow rape culture thing going on with Hollywood now. But what? Like, what is? What the hell are you talking? That's, about? All right, okay, explain yourself. Because okay. obviously somebody's gonna get offended. No, no, it there's nothing to get offended about. I'm being. I, I'm saying that Hollywood has unrealistic standards set upon women today that makes it so certain stars from like the '90s and stuff couldn't be stars today. Okay. So how how does that play into like okay Renee's Renee Zellweger uh, Zellweger okay. Renee Russo she shouldn't okay. have made any movies I lo- okay she's all right she was hot in Major League okay I mean I'm not like right. I'm making okay okay right yeah. I'm standing but, up for feminism here and then we're but it's gonna evolve into us talking whether or not she's hot dude, well, we're men. this What's is the thing Renee okay. Russo we're allowed to be pigs I don't I watched this movie obviously but I didn't buy her as that character you did I did not buy her as this fucking clever, outwitting this guy, hard ass who's gonna catch the criminal. I did not buy her nah. in that role. I did not like her in the role. I felt that she was not convincing enough. And if you guys want a, want a prime example of who I'm talking about in this analogy of who could be a star in the '90s and not now, is uh, um, yes, spin oh, doctors. God, no, I had it in my head. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. No, hang on. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. Is it a woman or a male? Yeah, she's a lady. She is in... Um, Was or is? She is. Okay. She, Jamie Lee Curtis. Tell me What's she could What's wrong be... with Jamie Lee Curtis? She wouldn't make it. In no. Right not Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween, like 1980-something, right now, would not make Wasn't it. Wasn't it in the 70s? That came out in like Jamie Lee Curtis, 1979, Halloween. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just hate Wouldn't it make it now. Maybe I just hate Jamie Lee Curtis, Trading no. Places, would not make it now. No. Correct. Why? No, you're right. Why? I agree with you. No, I'm asking he's, the question. He's, he's asking. He disagrees. Oh, that's easy. Freaky Friday. <laughs> Freaky Friday has never come out. Jamie Lee Curtis was not in it. Jamie Lee Curtis was born in 1984, and she is right now in her Whoa, 20s. No, no, no. Jamie Lee Curtis was in Freaky Friday. She was. I know she was, but I'm telling you, right now, what Shane's saying is, Jamie Lee Curtis is 25 years old. Right now, present day, she's not a movie star. No. Why? Uh, she's not <laughs> classically. Activia? She's... <laughs> 
Activia. She's not classically like, pretty enough because of today's uh, uh today's. Oh, I'm sorry. Standard. What about Maggie Gyllenhaal? No. Fucking makes it into the Dark okay. Knight. Yeah. Wait a minute. She's wait a not. Minute. I think she ruined it. She's pretty. Far what? She, no. In what level? Okay. The you level, may, level you that may she's be pretty? right. You, Please. You may be crazy. Please. But it we just makes me the lunatic y'all looking, looking for. for. Okay. Now, you may be. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, she may not be an. A movie actress today. If Jamie Lee Curtis stepped into Hollywood today, she would not be a movie actress. However, she would definitely be a TV star. She would be what about in The Walking Dead, and she would be that, that. short-haired chick that blew that ch- uh, that little girl's head off. What about right, you know what's funny about she this whole be, thing is she would, be, she would be a TV star. All right, we're just need to, like, we don't need to try, talk about Walking Dead. I'm trying to make the, a comment that like is like standing up for the saying that Hollywood. Well, we don't, is need, unrealistic. We, dude, we don't need to protect. People. No, no, but what I'm saying is like. But while I'm saying it, I'm sounding right. really sexist. No, you're not sounding sexist, but you're kind of you're kind of. I'm saying, basically saying Rene Russo isn't pretty. <laughs> all right, but okay, no. See, that is different. I think Rene Russo, even though she's, when got, I was like, a she's kid. got she's got a tough jaw. When I was a kid, is, I was down. She something about she's got something about her. Awesome. She just, I just don't she, think I wouldn't have. You just her. weren't convinced by. her. I wasn't convinced by her in this role. I needed somebody else that I could take more serious in this role. Uh, I've yeah, seen let's her, get back to the movie. I'm I've sorry. seen I've seen Jamie I've seen Rene Russo in too many comical movies. Good. Um, I needed to see her. I needed to see somebody of it. Like, okay, now, yeah, okay, all right. Let's bring it down. You want to know? You, you want to know like who? Her, you give me know. an example. Don't complain. Give me a solution. All right, somebody, somebody from the '90s that's a star that could be that that could play this role would bad. Come on. One name that pops into my mind is Sharon Stone, but I don't know if no. this movie is no. She's not as should, strong of an actress for this role. Um. No, nah. Sharon Stone wouldn't have the chemistry uh, between her and uh, Pierce Brosnan. Well, what I think Rene Russo was very fun, that playful. Movie was, a, there was no chemistry. There was no between Rene Russo and it Thomas wasn't Brown. Clever. It was just there. It was a clever it was movie. So I mean, it, it, had, it, had, it had You its know what was there? You know, you know to it was be just, clever. Uh, okay, you know it was just there as a movie. Ocean's Twelve. That was just there. Okay? Oh, this movie no. was a little more light and more playful. This movie. Maybe Catherine Zeta Jones. Maybe no. a little Julia Roberts. I don't know. You know who I used to like was uh, Talk back in the days. So I liked her more then than now. Is is uh, Selma Hayek? Kelly Preston could have been. In, I like her. She got I, red hair. You know what? I I can't knock. <laughs> Never stop. All right, red. I remember that. <laughs> I can't knock. I can't knock Renee Russo. And first of all, she was. I thought she was gorgeous. Second of all, I thought her playful scenes with uh, Thomas no, you Brown like older women, were pretty so. were pretty good. And Pierce Brosnan, I, I, I can't. Pierce Brosnan's Pierce Brosnan. He's he can play this role. He can play this role against anybody. He owned so. it. He did own that. This role. movie was fine. Yeah, it, it was fine. It was. It was fine. fine. It wasn't it was a fucking award winning movie. Yeah. It was fine. I, dude, I'm not looking for blockbusters. Can, All right, I would like to maybe discuss in the future what movies we decide to watch. Well, yeah, well, how about I'm, we pick them from now on because we're no, the ones I mean, talking about. It could be, be all <laughs> of us, but I'm just saying. Listen. There's, I'm gonna go in all different. Dire- Listen, I'm gonna go in all different directions. The reason I picked these two is because they have like the sexy leads with, uh, with you know, similar type of act, like the similar type of go- person in the movie. The, no, both there's guys no are very intelligent. Between these movies like at all. Thomas Crown Maybe and, there is. and uh, George Clooney's character in the other movie. Both of these movies, the char- lead character is very intelligent, very aware of their surroundings. But one has everything and has everything to lose. The other one has nothing. Yeah, and but nothing um, to lose. you know what? But, it, but it took it took Clooney the entire movie to figure out who was trying we'll to kill to him. When it took me about forty five minutes into the movie to realize that Daniel Craig's dad was the guy that was trying to kill him. So 
Pierce Brosnan from the beginning of this movie stole a fucking painting for the sheer enjoyment of saying, I can do this, and then fucking returned it two days later. Well, that's what, dude. As a fucking joke. That's what rich people do. That's what rich people do. It's like those powerful men that He's go to those... Still, it still would have been illegal. You can't it doesn't, steal something it, yeah, and it's take not, it back. I'm not saying it's not yeah, illegal, but, Dennis but he's Leary so rich. At the end, when the painting gets returned, Dennis Leary doesn't care. He talks about how, you know what, there's so much other crap going on in New York City. I'm not, I don't have well, time to deal with the Well, it's because Dennis Leary doesn't give a fuck about paintings. That's you, why. Do you know what a, you know what a strong, independent woman like she was supposed to be in that movie would have done at the end? When, when he gave her the handkerchief. Turned she, her in. She would have been like, fuck you, never talk to me again, and turned him in. Like, this whole, like, I hate you, oh, I love you. Oh, fuck. Never would have had. What about Demi Moore in that role? No. What? Come on. No. She would have nailed it. No. Nailed it. No. She would have turned that motherfucker no. in. And, and she would have coochered it. Yeah. And for the fact that you haven't given me a legitimate lead role, gives me all the more reason to support Renee Russo in this. How about Meg Ryan? I like her. I, do I like used to her. like her. You know what? She's really... Okay. Oh, you know what? No, because I the whole time I'd be she, like, wait, she, is she sleepless in Seattle or is she yeah. armed and dangerous? I couldn't. You know, know. what she is? In her space? I don't know. Do you, you got mail? You know what yeah. she is? You, you know got mail, she Shane? No. She's, she's in the cut. That's what she is. Nah, um, yeah, that movie was bad. Laying back in the cut right. with a crush. What's close? We're not watching that movie, by the way. What? I'm not going to watch cut? that movie for the podcast. I've, I've already seen nah, it. I've already, stupid. I've seen it, for the, and guess what? I can speak for all three of us. Um, nothing against I actually Meg bought Ryan it on or, DVD because um, Meg Ryan showed her titties in it, so I bought it. And her, oh, and her um, little, you know, that, you know that part. Um, I really want to come up with an actress that I could say I could see her in this movie playing this role. But I mean, right, dude, I mean, we can sit here all day. I'll think about it throughout the throughout all the right, podcast. Give me a rating: three, no. uh, one, one through five. One through five. Yeah. One point five. So two. So two. You didn't like it. I give it, it a, right. I give it a three because I mean I, you didn't like it. No, you say it's all right. It means I don't like it, and I don't want to watch it. Again. No, I give it a fine. three because I've seen it twice, yeah. and I could probably watch it again if it was on TNT. I mean, it didn't bother yeah. me. It was it, it kept me interested, and like I, I do agree with Shane though. The ending was kind of like fucking stupid because it's like, <laughs> well, the thing that pisses me off a little bit is that she's so, but but it shows it just shows like the natural state of people like they're so forgiving on everything. You know what I mean? It's one minute she's pissed because she thinks she. He's banging some young chick, but then oh, only eyes for you, you know, or I can't. Yeah, girls are forgiving if you're a billionaire who looks like Charles Bronson. Well, that's real life. It looked like Bronson, but like I I mean, mean, come on, didn't we just experience that with Vivian Stiviano? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. She's the one who was uh, boinking uh, uh, Donald Sterling, the former owner of the Clippers. That's not even the same thing, really. Yeah, yeah because Donald it. Sterling never stole You're any paintings. I forgive you. Okay, so I give it like a two point. What they're back together? No, I'll oh. give it. A th- I'll give it a three because it's got you know it's got rewatch. Of, you can I like movies that are it. sometimes you just need a movie that's kind of light and it's just kind of there and enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, plus I, I, was... I like seeing Pierce Brosnan in movies, especially during the point where he was in the middle of being, or in right, middle of yeah. being James Bond. Right. Exactly. So for the reason of that, I give it. A, I give it a solid three. I enjoyed it. The soundtrack. As I forgot about it, now that I remember, loved it. Eight out of ten. In the beginning, it was terrible. Four out of five. I I (laughs) loved it for it had a little bit of intensity to it, but you know what? For the fact is, I enjoy it. It's a decent date movie. You can just throw it on. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. You can throw it on and be done. Yeah, why not? I I think I watched it with you know, well, at the time, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, the ending. The ending is Hollywood. I was expect like I was a little too yeah. It would have been awesome. I think it, I think it needed. A, I, I think if this movie came out like maybe back in two thousand three, two thousand four, it would have been a little more cleaned up. Well, I think maybe what would have been cool though is like Dennis Leary was like, "Yeah, go," and then 
he had a cop waiting for him and bam, nailed him. I think they know? had all the right actors for that movie, personally. But I mean, I mean, Dennis Leary's cool. He plays a cop all the time. Yeah. You know, New York you cop know, for all an the time. R, dude, for an R rated movie, it was light. Very light. Yeah, there's only a few F bombs in it, but and I mean. My, okay, I got a couple problems. With or some boobs. I, I got a couple, a couple, maybe not problems. It shouldn't be that negative. A couple observations. One, when she was at the, the, uh, the white, the black and white event. Yeah, with her titties showing. Yeah. Why was she walking around in a see through dress? Yeah, I don't know. She wanted and to be like Rihanna. I was curious to say, like, she's so pissed at this scene about how he, how he screwed him with the painting. He gave him the fake painting in his house and all that stuff. And she was all furious, and she goes to this party, and then ends up banging him that night. And and, and about and I don't know. That's how it usually works. Mark. The seat, the, the dress was hot. I can vouch for that. I think she was trying to seduce him because she was trying to hit a different angle. But, she hit a different angle. But I don't know what the was table, going on with it. The couch. How many puns can we the make? The floor. I didn't like. I didn't like the sex scene because I we'll thought. We'll work on it. I mean, it was kind of cool. It, I liked it. Was, it. it was I nice. It was great. But then, but then she gets that stupid Renee Russo fucking laugh going in the sex scene. It's like, all right, I can't, I can't take it. I can't take it serious. I was like, what, am I watching fucking Major what, you're League? What, you not allowed to laugh What is this, sex? Major League again? Your wife doesn't laugh? Never mind. Um, <laughs> what is this, Major League? It's like, come on. It's like, it's a, it's a, it, today, if this movie was made today, that sex scene would be extended by about five minutes and there'd be no laughing in it. It'd be like straight doggy style over his desk. I just found notes from the first time we did a NCAA basketball tournament. <laughs> so, so, so that means you're not paying attention to the podcast. So to close up on the Thomas Crown Affair. Um, it was fine. Yeah, pretty much. I liked it. You don't want to uh, talk Thomas about Crown it, Affair is available on Netflix streaming. Uh, director is John McTiernan. Too good for it, Shane. He also directed uh, Hunt for Red October, Just Die yes. Hard, and yes. I forget what else he did. But those are the two main ones, uh, mm. starring Pierce Brosnan, Rene Russo, and Dennis Leary. So, Bukati. second okay. movie. Oh, the, by the way, there was a theme to this movie. I the American. Worked. I give it a one. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> the there was a couple things I noticed with with these movies. Mark, if you noticed, uh, I texted you that night. I'm like, give me a hint. Watches. Did you pay yeah, attention to the watches? Yeah, I did. I actually made a note I noticed that. that, too. When they synchronized okay. watches, I thought of Joe. All right, Mark. At the beginning. Okay, first of all. No, I thought of the scene oh, okay. where they're in the flying plane. In the American, before we get to the actual, uh, the whole idea of the American, which is starring George Clooney and uh, uh, Placido Polanco, who pitches for the Phillies. Viol- um, Violante. Now, what, now Violante. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a little trivia. What watch was George Clooney wearing in the American? Omega. Or Omega. Omega. It was an Omega. What was the watch that Thomas Crown was wearing? They didn't have a name on it. Jaeger Lacoute. All right, I didn't see a name. When he's in the car, it was a square-faced watch. I didn't see a name Rectangle. on it. Rectangle. What? It's Jaeger Lacoute. It's like, that is anywhere between. That's like Patek Philippe. Okay. That is like fifty to $150,000. All right. Well, which makes wrist. sense. The guy's loaded. My, my, my thing about the watch, though, is when they're in that little plane, one scene, in one spot, his, the watch is on his right hand, and then the next the next cut, the watch is on his left hand. He wears the watch on his left hand throughout the movie. Right. But for some reason in that plane. It's a plane, left-handed watch. It's some reason in that movie. In one spot when they're in the plane, he reaches it, front. It should be on your left hand. Right. It's on his right hand, but then it jumps to his left hand, which is weird. I don't know if it was just maybe they were shining a mirror shot. I don't know. But, yeah, I didn't see the name on it. I noticed it. I tried to look for it, but I couldn't see it, which was I thought was odd. But you yeah. knew what it was. I knew. I noticed right away. And the placement of Clooney's watch in the American is very – Well, he, remember, he's a mechanic. They pop it out. It's there. Plus, plus Clooney is an Omega – God, yeah, he's an Omega. What do you call it? He's an ambassador of Omega. And there's only two two watches I know that are that are made for uh, the right hand. One is U-boat, and the other one is I think Cartier. Clooney wears on his left hand anyway. Though. But anyways, the American is uh, starring George Clooney, 
Did you and guys Paolo Bonicelli and Violante Placido. It's, it's just going to drive me nuts because I What's said that seven times. Nothing. Did you guys notice how you guys were talking about how they kept showing their watches? Did yeah. Did you yeah. notice how they kept showing Renee Russo's shoes every time she changed her shoes in that movie? Really? Yeah, I didn't it, notice it that. It kept on doing like the slow, this girl's hot, so we're going to span up from her feet all the way up. Well, oh, they're showing off some... her legs. She's got nice legs. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's Like that... when she was breaking into the house, she had those like big combat boots oh, on. Oh, I do. Yeah, you you're right. You're yeah. right. Every scene when she came in, started. We were talking about how her leg guys were there. That made me think. And it's also, sometimes that's also a product. That's like subtle product placement. Yeah, like the Pepsi uh, one. Pepsi one. Okay, oh, anyway, the, the American. Yeah, the American is about an assassin who hides out in Italy for one last assignment. Uh, this movie is Super. unlike the Thomas Crown Affair, which has a very American, uh, you know, soundtrack. Very a American Brit in America, a Brit in America, and then this the American in is about an American Italy. in Europe. And this one is very um, the sound. The, the whole movie wow. is very very foreign. As he's far in, as it's very quiet. He's in Italy. It's very odd. There's not a lot of uh, action, it, but it's it's ju- it's very intense. Dude, Shane's, very Shane's watching this and movie the other night. Clooney is not fucking around in this movie. Though. Ah, dude, Clooney fucking I about bothered. Now, you guys, I thought it was throw it down. I, okay, I saw this movie. I saw it in theaters. And this is also... This you saw based, it in the theater? What? This is, this How is, did you stay awake? Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. This was uh, a book. This is based on a book about, I think, Officer and a Gentleman. Not Officer and Gentleman. <laughs> something. something. Um... <laughs> I think this is uh, based off of uh, uh, no, War so and Punishment. Uh, war, war and Peace. War and Peace. Uh. No, uh, it is based on a. It is based on a book. I forget the name of the book. The American. Yes. The Americano. Now, you guys go. What now, Shane? What do you, what do you think? Tell me. What, tell me what your issue is with. I can understand. I just people, thought it was boring. My issue was with the ending, but you just thought it was boring in general. Well, okay, because I mean, most of my at movies... least you're not playing it off like oh, it's got that foreign feel. It's just, Tell me how you fucking Well, I mean, about. most of my movies are boring, but we can face that. But, yep. like, most of my movies have, like, this sense of emotion and or realism that makes it relatable. Like, I didn't find anything relatable to this movie. It was you just... You couldn't relate to being an assassin in uh, Western Well, I, and I know you're not supposed oh, to relate. real. But if you're going to make a really fucking happen. action movie, let's make it's it not, like... It might not be an action movie. Make it like Born it's Identity not. or some shit. It's like I a mean, quiet thriller. How is it thrilling? Because well, you don't he, know what's going to happen. He just sat there in his fucking house all day. Like the thing is, is like sit-ups. It's like the thing yeah. is, I, I'm watching this, and it was, well, I didn't watch it. But Shane's Shane's watching, it and he texts me, and he's like telling just, me how boring it is, and he's like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I don't know, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, I'm watching it the next night, and he's like, Yeah, good luck with that. So I watched it mm-hmm. the next night. So it started off, and I was like, Whoa, what the fuck's he talking about? It <laughs> started out with a bang, you know, and I was like, All right, and then all of a sudden it just dropped off, and I wasn't bothered by that as much as Shane was here, but I thought that it showed kind of this guy and he's kind of in solitude a little bit here or whatever, you know? He's extremely paranoid, but he's, he's paranoid for all the right reasons. Right, but he's he doesn't know who's after him, why they're after him, and what's going on. And, you know, he's got his buddy there who I think the guy looks like an old Daniel Craig. And I looked it up. He's not related to Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. All right. But he looks like him, even sounds like him a little bit, which kind of freaks me out. But... I don't know. It's just like here he is going through the motions on this stuff. He gets a job, you know. Apparently he's not. He doesn't really assassinate anybody in this movie, but it does say he's an assassin. But he looks like he's some kind of mechanical guy. Like you know, he obviously makes a gun. Well, here's like an example. He's a contractor. Why I thought it was pointless was okay. So like he takes the lady that buys the gun out. Yep. And she tests the gun, right? Right. Okay. 
Did they really have to have three minutes of him shooting off into the weeds next to her so she could hear that the sound disper- disbursement was good? I mean, yeah. it was just like... It's it's all based on a profession, and her profession is... It is, is a very mechanical movie. She is an assassin. Yeah, and she needs right, She I mean. needs this weapon to be able to do a long-range job at a quiet, at, 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 at the lowest volume possible so that she's not... So that so even she if can they can fall off a roof. Even if they can hear it, they won't know where the, where the shot came from. For, for her target. Oh, hang on. Was the whole movie setting up that she was buying a gun to kill him? Yes. Oh. The whole movie was set up like <laughs> I this. I just now got that. Okay, <laughs> this guy. Who's fantastic. Pavel. Was it Pavel? Right? Pavel. The guy that Clooney worked. Pavel, Clark, he had a dog. That, that Mr. Butterfly. He's hungry. Which the other thing I thought was kind of stupid was the butterfly thing on his back. I don't. I didn't really like his. Yeah, what was Mister Butterfly thing? Because about? he was he liked butterflies, and I, and he studied up on. You notice like the book he had with butterflies yeah. and he knew endangered butterflies and things. And he had a tattoo on his back. Right, he must have some kind of obsession with butterflies. So he, that was his soft side, you know, for killing people. Yeah. Oh, I love butterflies. They're gentle and blah blah oh, blah. Oh, the novel for the American. It was based on a novel called A Very Private Gentleman. Right. So, <laughs> all right, let's bring that into I'll what it was, Shane, into what Shane and just, Shane just, you know. There's nothing wrong with this movie. Just Shane, Shane came to the realization that, you know, there it is. But this movie was, and, and, and I think my take was uh, that Clooney was an assassin who secluded himself with a woman, and he wanted. Who was a prostitute. No, no, no. Prior to that, the she was actually the, a nun. That's just oh, oh, you mean the, the girl beginning the of the movie was he was with this woman that he was. <laughs> off with he was trying to hide out he made he made a life for himself he had a he had a woman with him that's he what was, you call it he was he was living in he was living out of you know off the grid right mm-hmm. then and i think pavel the guy that he was working with found this out and tried to kill him because he was like what's you know what the fuck are you doing you know you need to you can't be dropping off the grid so he tried to kill him with okay. the speeds right yeah and for some reason Clooney ended up killing the woman he was with the reason why I think... He never explained it, even though he says she had nothing to do with right, it. Right, but I think he did it because he wouldn't... He wasn't... He didn't know how to explain what had happened. She was so surprised. Why do you have a gun? She said. Why do you have a gun? She was surprised as why he had a gun. She had no idea who he was. That's one way to shut so up. So he killed her because how do you explain it to her? How do you stop her from going to the cops? The only way for him, he's an assassin to kill her. So he kills her. And he goes to his buddy, who ultimately is the guy that's trying to kill him. Why did the guy not just kill him right away? I don't fucking know. This makes for a movie. So basically, I think the guy had this sick plan in his head. Why don't I ultimately kill him with a weapon that he makes? So he's building a gun that's going to take his own life. Yeah. But then... Nice gun, too. Yeah. But then, about 45 minutes into this movie, I realized that's what he's doing. And then about two hours oh, into did the you movie... Really? I just yeah, I, felt, I was like, this guy's ago. trying to kill him. I was like, he's building a gun to kill himself. He doesn't even know it. And the... And then he finally figures out with about a hundred, you know, an hour and forty-five minutes into the movie, he figures it out, messes up with the recoil, sets the trigger off, so that he knows that when this, you know, he's ready for her to kill him with the drop, right? But she doesn't. Then she tries to kill well, him. She doesn't kill him with the drop because there was going to be yeah, witnesses. Yeah, the, the soccer team. And there apparently, and these shit. people work so much in the shadows that there could not be a trace of evidence. Right. But like, you know, at the end, he sets it up where it's perfect. The recoil blows her mm-hmm. head off, and then he finds out that the guy's trying to kill him, and all the things. But it was a very eerie type movie. Uh, I really w- wasn't feeling the suspense of it. Yeah. As he was playing a lot of emotions into it. Well, it was yeah. almost too quiet, and I wasn't feeling the emotions. It was kind of haunting, though. It was kind of. It was haunting because he was like haunted by the ghost of killing his, you know, his 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 his, his lover or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that'll mess you up. Um, 
For what reason? He doesn't know. Who's setting him up? He doesn't know. How do these guys keep finding him? He doesn't know. Like, my thing was, okay, how the fuck is anybody going to find you out here if they don't know where you are? You're in the middle of fucking nowhere in a tiny-ass city in freaking Italy. Obviously, Daniel Craig's dad is the guy that's trying to fucking kill you. All right? It just popped, you know. But, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. I didn't sit there and say, man, this sucks. What did you think of the ending? As it just sort of fades up into the sky with the, mean, water, with the butterfly. I like... stuff annoys me. I saw a little no, butterfly. The butterfly. So there's a tiny yeah. little butterfly. I liked the movie. I love happy endings. I was glad that she was there waiting for him. So him... if It's him dying. I didn't like that because I wanted them to get together. And I wanted him to be able to, you know, move on with his life like he wanted. But in a way, him dying kind of, you know... It kind of typifies or, or justifies like his lifestyle, I guess. Like, yeah, he got away from it, but ultimately he paid the, the biggest price and, and he died through the his job. Um, and maybe he didn't deserve to be happy from what he's done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, the ending, I guess I'm fine with it. I All mean, right. so give it a rating then. Because it's I, a simple movie. I mean, you're in and out in what ninety dude, minutes? No, it's a hundred minutes. It's hundred and fifty something minutes long. No, hundred and five, dude. It's almost. I got some good guitar. Dude, practice, no, dude. it's hundred and five minutes. I got it right here. It's almost two hours. It's off. It's not two hours by fifteen minutes. One hundred and five. Uh, Ninety minutes is an hour and a half. Yeah, ninety minutes was taken. One hundred and five is the American. So you add fifteen. Uh, one 15. hour. It's an hour forty five. I thought it was hundred. It was like an hour fifty something minutes. I thought. No, one, like an hour fifty seven minutes. An hour and fifty something minutes. Wasn't oh, an hour fifty seven. Okay. Anyways, that doesn't it's like know. Twelve it's minutes. Anyways, it? yeah. It's twelve like, minutes makes a difference sometimes. Yeah, it does. Um, it was fine. <laughs> or maybe maybe Thomas Crown was almost two out was was up two Thomas Crown was yeah around this a little bit. It was time. fine. Would I watch it again? No. Yeah, I saw it once or twice. I I enjoy I enjoy that type of stuff. It was for me. It was something different. It's an easy movie to follow. Besides a few things where that weren't really explained. The priest. The priest. The priest was cool. It was though. to show his humanity side. Yeah, the priest was cool though. I think that and this... to show he wasn't a bastard, he was just a professional because he killed the girl and then didn't hurt the witnesses. Yeah. Plus, I need to. Yeah, uh, yeah it showed. It when showed. He killed the girl at the end. Yeah, it showed George. Well, oh, well, it showed yeah. the American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It showed the Americans' uh, side where he's not just gonna kill everybody. In right, his right, and to prove to, he was to, trying to, to get out. His buddy Pavel, it was like you know you made friends. I thought you knew better than that. I think that's why he wanted to kill him because he got he thinks that he went soft. And then he also made a comment to him about oh how about like, this? I he's did, like well he's like how did, how did the Swedes find me? He's like well you've lost your step. How about Lost this? Step Maybe they were trying to show he evolved because at the beginning of the movie, he shot the girl, didn't think about it twice. The end of the movie, he ran away with the girl and didn't kill the co- uh, the priest. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think he ultimately wanted out and he wanted yeah. – he realized that after he had done that at the beginning that he really wanted something other than this life. And to, basically he found the same girl. Like the, this prostitute that he was with looked exactly like his – the girl that he killed at the beginning. Oh, of the did movie. he? I didn't notice what she looked like. Well, you know, there's same. always room for second chances. <laughs> well, and that's what it was. It was all about second chances, and he didn't get a second chance. Well, I think I just wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it's I just a wasn't. Quiet, it's, a, it's a movie You're that. You're playing he, too much guitar, maybe? I don't know. Well, no, that didn't come till like fucking four hours into the movie. It's an easy movie to tune out, but when you're in the theater, it's one of those movies that's right in front of oh, you. Oh, yeah, when you pay $16, no. I didn't pay that much. I well, still have the ticket stuff. The thing is with this movie, too, is Clooney, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Clooney what, was Clooney was intense. I don't know if I literally buy Clooney sometimes in these movies. But yeah, he did all right. I thought he was good. Like I saw a movie with him, The Descendants, 
He was fucking amazing that's a good, in that that's movie. A good man. I yeah. didn't like him. I did not buy him in the American in some of these scenes. The Descendants, the guy was fucking stellar. He also rocked an Omega in that movie, too. He was awesome in that movie. That was a sad-ass movie, but he did. He was fucking awesome. I liked him in, I liked him in Up in the Air, also. I can't say it enough. That's all right. I think Clooney... Andy Kendrick was in it, so that's I nice. think Clooney is a drama guy. I don't yeah. think he's an action guy. The Peacemaker, really? I know you love The Peacemaker. That movie sucks, okay? <laughs> um, Batman no and Robin, trans- Batman no, and Robin, that movie sucks. It's no Transformers 2, but you know. I don't okay. I don't think, I think Clooney is, Clooney's like, <laughs> he's got to be, ever. I, I, I don't know. There are scenes in the, in the American where I'm like, I'm looking at his face, I'm like, I'm not buying it, Clooney. I'm not buying it, buddy. It got, the movie got really great ratings, though. The movie got great ratings. Four stars, some people gave it. I mean... Well, usually whenever it's a four, Joey Corso gave it four. I mean, whenever it's positive a, sarcasm, four stars. Whenever it's a foreign movie, it, it always gets like it's, an extra. That wasn't a. Foreign it gets an movie. extra. Well, it, it was, was directed a, by a foreign director. Yeah, but it was a foreign director, was the only foreign American location. In the, movie. the only thing that was American about it was, it was George Clooney. Yeah, that's it. But who was the writer and who was the Rowan Joff and Martin Booth? So yeah. where was it? Dude, it was a foreign film. So the screenplay was done by um, by a, a foreigner. It was directed by a foreigner. But that doesn't make it a foreign film, though. No, technically, not, not in the terms of, like, blue is the warmest color, you know? No, but, dude, if you, took, if you took Clooney out of this movie and put in a guy that, sp- that speaks, that, and you don't call it the American, you call it the Italian, like it's Vincent, a film. You call it the Romanian? It's yeah. a foreign film. Like, this is exactly. like, if it was but, like, uh, but if it comes out on fucking, um, uh, what's a big movie? company i don't know oh uh, like warner brothers yeah it wasn't a warner, warner brothers. it wasn't a warner brothers picture though no but if it was like you know vincent castle you know then you it would be it would, oh from the tv show castle yeah that, that's him um i don't know what that means but vincent castle, castle was in oceans 12 he was the fox he was the night fox captain now he was in he was in a, uh, that movie no he wasn't. anyways uh why did he say he just was <laughs> Anyways, the right, American, the American starring George Clooney, uh, Paolo Bonacelli, and uh, Violante Placido is also Jack. available on streaming on Netflix. Uh, you can do that. I so, give it a two. I, I give it a three. I also thought this movie I was... Money to see it. I, I mean, he's you tried... it a four. No, did I? No, I gave it a three. I think it, You can go to PositiveSarcasm.com and you can check the rating in the, under the movie reviews. I'm pretty sure I gave it a three. Well, There's 350 movies in thinking there. Thinking about this movie, too, all. like, <laughs> one thing that popped into my mind is he's driving a piece of shit car, but he's dressed... Really nice, like. Well, he didn't buy the car. The car was given to him. I know, but if he's trying to lay low, don't dress so fucking like you know. Well, if he's trying to lay low, GQ. you want to, it, dude. If he's wanting to lay low, you want him to show up in an S class. Dude, he Mercedes. sticks out like a Thor, like a sore thumb like in a Thor? America. If he was Thor, he, he sticks out like out. a sore thumb. That's why the priest yeah. picks him out. And the priest knows exactly, exactly from. Stick the out like a sore thumb. He looked American. The priest is like he's an American. Like he's not a fucking. Glasses, photo- he's not cool. a photographer. You know, there's something else going on with this guy. So. What else was he going to do? That priest had sex. So who cares what he thinks? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I mean. So, all right. Anyways, uh, it's Clooney. It's Clooney. What are you, you going to do? I'm a fan of Clooney. If I'm going to watch a Clooney movie, I'm going to watch something else. Anyways, so. uh, before uh, with do we, uh, let's give a little love to some of our sponsors here. Going to the post office can suck and be a total time waster. Stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses are already using Stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. Print USPS-approved postage right from your PC, or maybe your Apple, in case you're an Apple fan. 
Uh, use stamps.com, postage to send letters, packages, priority mail. It virtually eliminates trips to the post office. You can sign up for stamps.com right now and get an $80 offer that includes postage and a free digital scale. Don't send, don't try sending weed. Uh, of course, uh, stamps.com also offers a four week no risk trial for all new customers. So quit wasting your lunch hour to go to the post office. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the stamps banner in the sponsors page. All right. I want to get to some news. You guys have some uh, quick notes. I know you guys probably have some recommendations that you want to go over. I have so, a few things. Please, Shane. Do you have something first? Do you want to recommend that that soundtrack? <laughs> I didn't get a chance to listen to the American soundtrack. Oh, you didn't? No, you know why? There wasn't one. So, anyways. There Shane. was music in that movie, wasn't there? Really? No. Okay, so there wasn't. I have a couple of random little things. Thanks. Thanks. I watched... Okay, so du- the Duplass brothers, you know, Mark Duplass, he was in one of the movies we watched... Yeah. Uh, which one's that? Safety Night Guaranteed? Sure. Yep. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're blowing me off just because I didn't like those movies. I like Safety Night Guaranteed. I'm not though. blowing you off because you don't like those movies. I don't care. Those movies, we, we, we don't, we're not always going to agree. Okay. And, well, I, and I'm not like held to any of those I movies. I spent the last six like, years not agreeing with Mark. Where I'm like, so, oh, I directed it. So. No, well, anyway, I kept talking about how much I like uh, Mark. Hold on. If it? you didn't like, if you badmouth Lethal Weapon, then we'll have a problem. <laughs> So uh, I watched a Duplass Brothers uh, movie that was on uh, Netflix, and it's mm-hmm. called The Dodeca Pentathlon. <laughs> and it's basically like uh, these these two adult guys are brothers, and uh, they had a big falling out because they tried to do this 31 or whatever it is uh, event, like contest to see who was the better brother, most athletic, like arm wrestling, ping pong, that sort of thing. And they had a big falling out and like hated each other. And then they eventually get back together as adults, and then they start picking up the contest again, and shit just hits the fan, and they uh, start freaking out. And It's a pretty good flick, though. Um, I recommend it to anybody that might want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. All right. That was really entertaining. Okay. And then my other one is uh, a TV show that I saw randomly on Netflix, too. I don't know if you saw it, uh, if you've seen it or not, but it's called A Young Doctor's Notebook. It, it yep. starts... You watch porn now? Huh? No, it stars John Hamm and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, Harry... John Hamm and Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. I've never heard of that. And so what it is, it's... I like it's... Daniel Radcliffe. Apparently, I like John Hamm, so... it's adapted from the autobiographical works of Mikhail Bulgakov. Gor- Gorbachev? <laughs> no, Bulgakov, <laughs> who's a uh, Russian playwright. Mm-hmm. And he was also a doctor. So it's like basically set in Russia in 1917 through 18. And he's a doctor... Just out of fr- Daniel Reckless, a doctor fresh out of medical school, and he eventually starts. You can tell that he starts uh, getting addicted to morphine. But what it is is like John Hamm is an adult, and like the uh, Russian police are there investigating why he's like writing uh, prescriptions out to different people for morphine because he's addicted. But he finds his old notebook, and so he's like reliving when he was a young doctor in the small hospital. And so he's, like, sitting there talking to Daniel Ratcliffe, but it's really him talking to himself as, yeah. a, as a young guy. And it's, like, a dark comedy, but it's it's pretty fucking entertaining. It's There's only eight episodes altogether and only four on Netflix. But it's it's a pretty cool little story, and it's, it's funny, but it's kind of dark at the same time because he's, like, a doctor, and he doesn't think he no, knows what he's doing yet. And they show him, like, they show him amputating a lady's leg in 1918, and he has, like, this this fucking hacksaw that's like dull yeah. and so oh, they yeah. they show him like trying to 
cut off her leg for like 20 minutes and stuff. It's it's a pretty funny little show, but it kind of caught me off. It's a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show. It caught me off guard because I never... Uh, never heard of it. Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's kind of cool, though. If you like dark Look, comedies... This guy, this guy watches that shit and likes it, but he doesn't like the American or Thomas Crown fan. I can un- I can un- okay I can understand this why guy John Hamm is wait, 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 wait. I can understand why people don't like the American I can totally understand I like that. John Hamm you know what movie John Hamm's in that I want to see is Sucker Punch what? I heard that was terrible John Hamm's in Sucker Punch isn't he Why would you want to watch that I don't know because I like because I think John Hamm's cool isn't that movie isn't that the movie where the girls if you've got are... a problem with Watchmen you should have a big problem with Sucker Punch I don't have a problem with Watchmen. Okay, well, you should still have a problem with Sucker Punch. That I means... thought you were the one that fucking wanted to watch it. You were, like, all about it when it well, came out. That's like, what oh, I thought Sucker girls. Punch! Guess what? It's terrible! It's, it's like the one with all the girls in it, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking Zack Snyder, though. I mean... It's bad. Yeah, so anyway, those... It's, it's probably his worst movie. I would recommend well, both of John those Hamm's guys. John Hamm's guys. If you want to watch uh, John Hamm, it's, it's basically really easy to digest, and you could probably watch them all in two hours, but it's it's pretty cool, though. Okay. Yeah. John Hamm's a high roller in that movie. So, Mark, do you have any recommendations or thoughts before we get to our? Yeah, I'm actually watching. Um, started watching. Uh, Orange is the New Black Netflix TV show. Didn't really uh, give it much credit beforehand. Thought it was probably kind of stupid. Um. Uh, should have gave it a little more credit because the show's actually pretty good. Uh, about halfway through the first season right now. It's interesting. It's a different take. Um, the writer that did this is the same writer that did Weeds. Love the first season of Weeds. Then it was all downhill from there, so I hope they don't do the same thing with the second season of Orange is the New Black, because if that happens, I'm going to be pissed. I thought um, the same thing about Weeds. Weeds just went in a whole different direction that was just un... just un, It was just stupid. Yeah. Um, I really hope that... Uh, I think the writer's like Genji or Yanni or something like that. Johan or... Some, I, I don't even can't pronounce it. I'm going to try to. But I just hope that the second season does not screw it up. So... um yeah, okay. finish up the first season and uh, hopefully I get out of that second one soon and uh, see what's going down. My two recommendations for this week, uh, definitely the new season of Derek on Netflix starring uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, also, it's I also like to uh, recommend uh, a comedy special, a one-hour comedy special, John Mulaney, New in Town. Uh, it's not a, it's it's not as let me put it this way, it's pretty it's it's a pretty a pretty easy commercial uh, comedy special to like in general. So. Uh, final read for the evening. If you're looking for the latest independent artists and entertainers, simply select the city closest to you at rcitygogo.com. Our city go go. Yeah yeah. With new content and community for, uh, events at the forefront, it's the easiest way to find out what's happening in your area. Don't stay home. Be in the know with our city go go. Visit our city go go for more information. Uh, if you guys have any other further thoughts, I'd like to get to the news. I know you guys had a couple topics that I was uh, running running across as well. Yeah, the one that I saw that you were talking about was how... Um... Oh, we'll get to that. That is uh, topic number two. Oh, okay. Two. thought you were opening the board. Uh, no, that's uh, topic number two. So I'll, I'll read it off, and then you can go crazy on it. Cool. All right. First one. JoJo. Oliver Stone to direct Edward Snowden movie. Edward Snowden, of course, was the NSA leaker who discovered uh, that the government basically was uh, forcing all these large companies to provide uh, text messages, phone records, emails... Companies such as Google and Verizon. Uh, it's awfully nice of uh, Google and Verizon to uh, tell us at a time, but then again, pff, who knows? Although but, if the government's knocking at your door, what are you going to do? Uh, this is uh, courtesy of uh, Adam Chitwood of Collider.com. Never want to shy away from controversy. It seems that Oliver Stone, who directed uh, Wall Street, will be the filmmaker to bring the inevitable feature film per- portrayal of NSA leaker Edward Snowden to fruition. 
The European uh, co-production is based on Luke Harding's book, The Snowden Files, which recounts how the young computer professional breached the National Security Agency to leak evidence of America's global surveillance. The Guardian reports that Stone hopes it to begin production by the end of the year. As a rival Edward Snowden film is in the works based on the book No Place to Hide, Harding and other Guardian, Guardian journalists will be consulting on Oliver Stone's films. Stone has never been afraid of de delving into politically charged material, like I said, though it is made for mixed results. He did JFK, he did Platoon, and then he also did W and Alexander. Alexander didn't do too well in the box offices, I remember. So that's pretty much that. Um, w kind of disappeared too. Like I remember, it was kind of, people were thinking it was a big deal when it first came out, and then it was just like, mm, okay, yeah, it just sort of went away. Yeah. So that's pretty much that on the Edward Snowden thing. Uh, if you want, you can go to Collider.com. <clears throat> it talks about the uh, the whole premise of the Snowden files and uh, the whole summary of what that book is about. Uh, let's get to a topic that Shane's also been uh, commenting on as of recently. John Oliver's rallying cry over net neutrality buries FCC in public comments. This is, uh, I forget who this is a courtesy of, but whatever. Fuck them. So, net neutrality. It's, a, it's an issue that just won't go away for good reason. There was a huge outcry over SOPA and PIPA, uh, the 2011 bills introduced in the House and Senate that were designed to combat uh, copyright infringement but were criticized as paving the way to an internet blacklist uh, by their opponents. Tech companies lined up against the bills, and public support eventually led to, this, to them these bills being shelved. Supporters of net neutrality argue that service providers and certain governments should treat, the, should treat all traffic equally. But in January, Verizon, which is one of the, uh, the, America, uh, which is one of the United States' largest uh, phone providers, wants the ability to block the traffic on local networks based on specific users' profiles and particular services being accessed. Succeeded in convincing, they, can, they succeeded in convincing a DC court to throw out the Federal Communications Commission's net neutrality rules. So just last month, the FCC voted three to two to open a public comments period on the issue, and it hasn't gotten nearly the coverage and the publicity of the SOPA PIPA fight received. Joke. That this, it's mostly just um, large corporations trying to control what's going on the internet. The, the main focus is on uh, John Oliver's uh, correspondent piece. I think Shane can dive into more detail about what that was all about. Yeah, I mean, just to break it down, ba basically what John Oliver was saying is net neutrality. J you were reading something that somebody wrote there, right? Yeah, I want you, but that is obviously, no, but that, what, can be, that can be skewed. I'm going to give an example, though. Yeah. So you were reading, basically what John Oliver was saying is the way that people are writing about this, they're putting it in terms that are so hard to understand that people are not giving a shit. And basically what he did was kind of lay it out and say, like, listen, dudes, this is why you need to pay attention. Like, basically what it is is uh, internet companies are saying, okay, well, Google's got a lot of money, so they if they pay me a lot of money, I'm going to give them faster speeds than Joe Corso at Positive Sarcasm gets. And the reason it's a big deal is because um, the internet, what it did is it's revolution, besides a million different things, it's revolutionized the way that startups, companies, startup artists, startup you know, anything can basically get recognized because it levels the playing field. Uh, they have just as much chance for somebody to stumble upon their shit as uh, Google does. And, you know, there's been bad examples of that, like, you know, like it, things that have ruined the world, like Justin Bieber getting 
famous from YouTube. Like that could have been without. That would have been better if it didn't happen. But he had a chance to do it. And so basically what what they're doing now is they're saying that people can pay more money and get more speed, which therefore takes away the exposure and makes it harder for startup companies to supersede the companies that are huge now. It's basically just another way of giving large corporations that already have a, a giant foothold on American territory uh, another way of getting them to control just about anything. And the internet is a huge portion of that because whoever controls the internet it's like that movie dune he who controls the spices controls the world if verizon <laughs> controls the internet that's it that's pretty much it yeah. and it's not just verizon i don't want to just pinpoint them but believe me they're around for a reason okay they've knocked off smaller companies and they are the champions because of it and it, it basically just makes it hard like the people that should care about this are people that want to think independently want to have something like people that have something to say and want to get their information, their art, their program, their document, whatever, out to the world, uh, they're the ones that should be giving a shit because basically they're going to be silenced because they don't have the money to pay for it. And also, even if you're not a creative type person, if you're somebody that likes to, you know, like like I like to take in a lot of, um, you know, things like podcasts or new music, I'm, I'm always looking for new bands, things like that, it's going to affect somebody like me a lot too because, you know, I'm not going to be able to get that independent voice out there it's just going to be the same shit fed down my throat because google paid it's like listening to mainstream radio yeah you're basically get, you get tired of it so what john oliver did is he did a, a spiel on his show dedicated half of his whole show to it laid it out really well um you know joe if you want to insert a little clip of it here you know in the in the podcast that would be awesome but what he did is he called out to all the different trolls out there and he was saying like use your use your basic trollness for good instead of evil this time and what they did is they they reached out to the sec so much about it asking questions telling them they didn't want it that they crashed their web page and like yeah joe's got the information uh, we've been experiencing technical difficulties with our comment system due to heavy traffic we're working to resolve these issues quickly that tweet alone and that was one of them at 4:44 p.m that had 943 retweets with 700 favorites this happened multiple times over uh, probably multiple days. If we let cable companies offer two speeds of service, they won't be Usain Bolt and Usain Bolt on a motorbike. They'll, they'll be Usain Bolt and Usain Bolted to an anchor. John Oliver's clip on YouTube got over a million views. Uh, it was funny Sunday. as hell. It was really so, well, real said. Yeah, and they, he has a, a way of really just laying it out in layman's terms so people understand how they're going to get screwed. Yeah. Um, and Congress doesn't really give a shit because most of them just don't understand how this process works. It's the same thing with patent trolls. The, 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 genera the, the general ter the terminology is so broad and, and so manipulate, you can manipulate it so easily that, well, large companies and anybody who has the money can control that market. He also, he also pointed out that the person that's in charge, I, I don't know the exact um, department, so I don't want to say it incorrectly, but basically somebody that's in charge of monitoring uh, fair trade and fair play between communication companies, uh, the, the person that had Obama um, assigned to like the head of that, the oversight of that, was a former lobbyist from Comcast. <laughs> Fucking lobbyist. <laughs> so it's basically like you know he pointed out it's like having a you know a 
fucking pedophile babysit your kids. Like it's like <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculous. So yeah, uh, stay tuned for more information of that. There's a lot of that stuff going around, but uh, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a lot to explain in just one podcast. And maybe Joe, if you wouldn't mind, like maybe tweeting out a link to that or putting a link to it uh, that video, so people could kind of get a better idea. But it was really well said, and it was cool. I can even put a link on my website. Yeah, it was funny as hell. Um, once again, the website uh, positive sarcasm dot com. Uh, we're gonna end, um, end the news on a lighter note. I noticed earlier that I checked that um, being re-released in IMAX is Forrest Gump. But this leads oh, me God. to my... Uh, Fuck all that. Ghostbusters coming yeah, back, motherfucker. So Ghostbusters back. to get theatrical. Ghostbusters. The original that. Ghostbusters that came out in 1994 uh, was getting a theatrical re-release. 84, did you mean? Shut up and listen. Uh, Shut up and drive. There's no it's, way Ghostbusters came out in 94. You said 84. You said 94. I'm looking here. If you look at my eyes, you'll notice that I'm looking to find out. I'm going to tell you it's 84. Okay. I said 84. No, you said 94. Okay, I said 84. Rewind it. Hang on, Joe. Hey, Hang on. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Rewind it, Joe. <laughs> you didn't get the joke. You were supposed to say, Anyways, in 984. Courtesy oh, of John Blistein, um, Ghostbusters is going to get a theatrical re-release this summer. Uh, Ghostbusters will cross streams once more when it returns to over 700 movie theaters across America on August 29th. Wasn't the same day that uh, Judgment Day? Uh, anyways, moving on. August 29th, 1996. Celebrating <laughs> its 30th anniversary. Oh, this is by Entertainment Weekly. The classic 80s comedy about a bumbling team of failed ac- uh, academics turned paranormal exterminators will also be available uh, as a special 30th anniversary edition uh, Blu-ray on September 19th, as will the, 89, the 1989 sequel, which was terrible. Um, Does it say that in there? Terrible? Uh, no. Ghostbusters 2 was it's horrible. It's slime! A whole river of slime! Yeah. <laughs> um, it I was also trying goes, to get a sample! It also goes on to talk about uh, the struggles they're having <laughs> in making... The um, Are you the gatekeeper? The, the struggles that they're talking about when they're no. ma- making the new one, which I hope they don't even bother with, because Harold Ramis is gone. Bill Murray doesn't even want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, just fuck it. Uh, if you don't they, have Ramis and, and the you don't have... And the second one was Murray, so... Murray, Ghostbusters 2 was so bad, don't even bother making what? the third one. It wasn't that it. bad, dude. Watch it, was, it again. Oh, I don't care I've seen it like a hundred times. Watch it again. I don't care. I've seen it is not that bad. Two they got is, cool new uniforms in it. They got some fucking slime, and they got Vigo. Okay, come on, dude. Karate Kid wasn't a good movie either, but I'll always love Karate Kid because I love Elizabeth Shue. You're the best. Watch it. The, the best. best. <laughs> no, Ghost Goes Neither Neither All right. Anyways, that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ghostbusters uh, two sucked. No, no, it was good. All right. I disagree with you. Ghostbusters one's like a I am, dark fucking movie. Yeah, I don't like that part at the end when they're like they're driving in the car, like Ray's in the car, and he's got Winston. He's like, he's like, like Ray, you believe in God? He's like, never, never heard met him. him. <laughs> he's smoking a cigarette, dude. That that movie is. We should fucking watch that movie in honor of this re-release. And fucking talk about that shit. We'll do that in October. Oops, almost hit the mic there. Huh? All right. Um, Say no. We have to make a correction. Kicked off for that. Uh, uh, it was brought to my attention by Shane that last week's birthday game I kept was track. apparently not a tie. Apparently, Mark won. So Don't I mark, went Mark won by three. So I, did. I went three, back. Huh? So wow. I went back as I always do because I have to edit the damn thing and I listen to the results. And I have to be honest, I still don't have a clue who won. <laughs> I, I kept track. I mark mark won by three. So I'm going to require a pen. I need a pen. A pen. I have a pen because. Uh, I got a good one this week. 
and we'll uh, we'll get going on that. So the birthday game. Should we take a quick break for the birthday game? I think so. Yeah. We should take a bre- uh, take a quick break. Be back with the final segment. You're the best. The best. Yeah. So anyway, diarrhea. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when you're. All right, gentlemen. Driving in your Chevy, so. you feel something heavy. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Get close to the mic here. You know what's going to happen in this round, guys? I'm going to avenge myself. You're going to lose again? Okay. Avenge of the Shane. Avenge of the Shane. Revenge of the Fallen. Are you keeping track over there? you keep a score, motherfucker? Yeah. I'm keeping track, too, because I don't trust All right. you guys. You, know, you guys know how it works. Although, I'm the Say one that pointed out I, the, I lost When I give the week. clue of the movie. You're honest. When I give you the clue, it's I want the person's name. I honestly Simple love as that. you. Okay. So here is the first clue. On. There was a there was a, a a news story where there was like these two high school t- high schools in Boston playing at a track track and track meet. Yeah, and uh, track and meet. One school won, right? The school that won. Uh, <laughs> That's a terrible school movie. won, and then they, they 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 went up in the standings, and then the coach of that team was checking out the scores the next day, and he realized. Somebody did some math wrong, and his team actually lost. Oh, so shit. he called the, the, the athletic director of the school that they played and said, dude, we did the math wrong. You guys won. Oh, wow. And they were like, really? And they, and they like, That's they, nice yeah, thing. like, how freaking ridiculous is that? Like, who does that? All right, you guys ready? So, you know who would do that? Coach Taylor, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Hey, Cammie <laughs> Taylor, I love you. Here's the first clue. <laughs> Fuck Nashville. She's Tammy Taylor. She'll always be Tammy Taylor. American Horror Story? No. Tammy Taylor. Here we go. Okay. Tammy Taylor. Okay. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Tight tights. Shane McAsee, Kevin Costner. No. Mark Seymour. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Dufresne. Oh, fuck. Morgan Freeman? 77 today. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, because I know Morgan Freeman's in that. Who else is in that? What's her face? Yeah, and uh, um, another example of who could be a '90s movie star. Morgan Freeman's awesome. No, no, who is it? She's um. Everything uh, I do, I okay, do Brian for Adams. You. No, but she had Hans Gruber's in that. Cause I don't know. No she's not that important. Love. Love. She is because she's famous. All right, can't I can't give, give you a... more love. <laughs> they played your... that. They played. They overplayed that song in that movie. <laughs> that that's almost as bad as Celine Dion. A band I'm going to go see in Portsmouth at that outdoor music uh, festival thing called. Uh, Called the Lone Bellow, uh, they they Los uh, Lobos. No, they're good, dude. You might like actually like them, but they they sing that song every once in a while. It's so fucking funny. Like like one of them just realized they knew the words, and so they all started singing it. Nice. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. She was married to Seal. Mark. Mark. Fuck. She was married to Seal. I don't know. Um. Heidi Klum. Forty-one years old. Yeah, she was married to Jerry on Parks and Recreation. That's right. They got divorced recently, didn't they? Because he beat her or something like that. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Kiss from a rose. No. Kiss from a rose. It's not that like a September in my face. Yes. Let's see if we can can relate every one of these. Like a kiss from every one of these to like a a nineties. Tell that I. Mark, you're up two nothing. All right. Of course. Next clue. Never be (laughs) missed. <laughs> what movie's that in, you know? <laughs> Fucking uh, Batman, bro. Batman what? Uh, forever. Yes. Right, okay, go ahead. Ready? No, I'm going to guess forever. <laughs> Matlock. 
five seconds. Do you have another, you have another clue? <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be, dude. It's, it's no gonna, idea. dude. You're gonna laugh. I don't know who Matt. The next no, clue. No, no, I fucking know. Next clue, Mark. Mark. His first name is Grady. I don't know his last name. No. What? Fuck. Next clue. You don't get to guess again. Good. The Andy Griffith Show. Shane. Oh. Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shane Opie. <laughs> That's two to one for you, you at home. Oh, fuck! I forgot about Andy Griffin being Matlock. Curse words. He died at the age of 86 in 2012. Yeah, he was good. Oh yeah. my god, that was too funny. Matlock. Actually, that's right. not a 2-0, sorry. <laughs> Next clue. That's Andy Griffin, yeah. Well, how yeah, are you? Yeah, we fucking get it, Shane. Shut up. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Dodgeball. Shane. Owen Wilson. No. Fuck you. What's in it Mark. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ben Stiller. No. Shane. Next, wait. Vince Vaughn. Next clue. Wait, did he get it right? No. Oh, okay. Next clue. Accepted. Shane. Oh. You don't know, do you? Five seconds. Oh, oh. Um, hang um, um. No. Um, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Three. No, hang two, on. No, Shane knows one. this. I'll give you another five seconds. The Apple guy. <laughs> no. Oh, Mark. Justin Long. Fuck you. 30. He's also a Gemini. And he's, and he's 36 years old this week. That's Should have been Alan Tudor. You know, he, you know where he was born, Mark? When he was right. born? Connecticut. Yeah, he was also in Hey, a, when are we going to watch Serenity? Live free or die hard. Live free or die tomorrow. Live free or die harder. What is it? Live free or die? Live, Live free, free or, or die, die harder. harder. Die harder? Yeah. No, it's not. It's live free or die okay. harder. Live free or die so right. I'm gonna watch Serenity when Here's you're the clue. Here's the clue. Let's watch it tonight. He yeah. hosts New Year's Eve. Shane. Dick Clark. No. Fuck Mark. You. Ryan Seacrest. God damn it. I no. What? What's you? Here's the next clue. Kathy Griffin. Shane Anderson Cooper. 47 years yes! old today. <laughs> How did you get that? Yes! How did you get that? What's up now, bitches? How all right, so what's the story? Anderson how did you Cooper? Get Anderson Cooper? Because he hosted on CNN. Anderson Cooper is yeah, the shit. You, I've also tweeted about him. How did you get Anderson Cooper from fucking Dude, What's Her Face? Because he hosted it with her. How fucking. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. What's the score? Anderson Cooper. You have, you have the score? 3 to 2. Uh, 3 to 2. Can we give Anderson Cooper some props real quick? That motherfucker is badass. I do like Anderson Cooper. God if I was damn gay, it. he'd be my boyfriend. Oh, seriously. I can move I, on here. I gotta be honest, if I was, yeah, fuckers, I mean, awesome. That's, that's your situation. Okay. Next clue. Ow! Fuck! <laughs> that did not. Yeah, happen. it did. That's fucking real beard hitting, you <laughs> asshole. Next clue. Wanted. Ugh. Shane. Shane. <sighs> Five seconds. Morgan. Dude. Morgan Freeman again. Did you really double up? <laughs> you son of a bitch. No. I know. Mark? James McAvoy? Mark? James McAvoy? No. Next clue. I can't think of her name. Next clue. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I can't think of her name. Shane. Um, Come on, Shane. Tie it up right here. Five seconds. <laughs> it's not Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> Three. No, hang on. Fuck you guys. You know I know who it is. Yeah, that's good. Do you know her name? <laughs> So it is Chanel. <laughs> no. I can't think of her fucking Mark. name. Mark. Just say it. Mark. 
Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Ah. 39 years old. Born in California. (sighs) She's accused of stealing Jennifer Aniston's husband in 2005. She did. (laughs) During that movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, because... uh, She wore Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck. Okay, here we go. It's fucked up. Next clue. What's uh, Okay, next clue. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Shane. Shane. Jason Siegel. No, not Jason Siegel. Mark. Kristen Bell? No. Next oh. clue. Get him to the Greek. Oh. Shane Russell Brand. Is that right? Is it Russell Brand or is it what's his face? Jonah Hill. How do you think of Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill? Mark, Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just leaving you in suspense. Yes, it was Russell Brand. Ah. He is 39 years old. Can I say one thing really quick? Yes. Jonah Hill, big, big, big props. Owning up for his shit. Did you see that, Joe? Oh, that? No, yeah, no, I, dude. I, yes, I, yes, I did. I he just, did I exactly it, yeah. what you need to do. He fucked. He called. Okay. Somebody. Apparently, there was a paparazzi. The paparazzi was getting in his grill. Getting yeah. in his grill. Said something that hurt his feelings. He he said, suck my dick, you F word. Gay person, right? Yeah, okay. Okay. And Jonah Hill went on Conan O'Brien and fucking straight up was like, look. Was it on Conan or was it on like uh, Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy okay. Fallon. He, he straight up said like, look, like. <clears throat> like he hurt me really bad. I was trying to think of the first thing that could, I could say that really hurt somebody. And he said, he, he said he's heartbroken over it. He said he doesn't expect to be, you know, excused. There's no excuse for it. He said young people use him as an example to choose their words wisely. He like basically owned up and he's like, look, you I believe him. Yeah, I do. He like okay. almost started crying. He was like, I wow. really fucked up. Well, was, when your career's in jeopardy, I'd start crying. Though. His career wasn't, in, but he was basically saying like, like, this really breaks my fucking heart. I'm really sorry I did. Like, I bought it. Anyway, he really owned up. He did good. I, I still like Jonah Hill anyways. I don't really care. I do too. Either way, I don't really care. I do like Jonah Hill. I'm just saying he's, he's really... Fun. Dude, he's I want those that guys... That was a public apology that was, like, an actual fucking apology. Right, but the thing is, I want all those guys, like Jonah Hill and all his buddies yeah. there, you know, I want those guys to be as cool in the movies as they are. In real life, I want them to be as cool in real life as they are in those movies. Jonah I want Hill them got to be famous. genuine. He got famous because he was friends with... Uh, famous people's sons, and they thought it was funny when he prank called people, and that's how he got into movies. It was funny. Next clue, you ready? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's pretty good. Oh, you know what? There's so many clues. I, I, I... Angelina Jolie. All right. I'm just gonna. Th- I'm gonna... Angelina Jolie. <laughs> All right. Arnold. First clue. Yeah. You do the chopper. <laughs> First clue. Calvin Klein. Once again, the clue is Calvin Klein. Next. I don't know why I said it twice. I apologize. Mark, Michael J. Fox? No. Shane, Ashton Kutcher? No. Okay, next. Next clue. Tommy Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes I just can't hold it together. Dude, that Calvin Klein would suck. All right, next clue. Yeah. The Happening. Shane, Mark. that's exactly what I thought of. Uh, you got it. Go ahead. Mark Wahlberg. That is correct. How's Calvin Klein your first fucking clip? I would like to say that it's 4-4. Four four. Because he, he modeled for him earlier in his career. Remember when he was doing... Yeah. Remember when he did Marky Mark? And I'm now going to stand up. This doesn't work well for the podcast, but for the TV audience at home, this is going to be really good. I'm going to stand up now, Ham. and I'm going to replicate a Mark Wahlberg pose for Calvin Klein. 
Gotta like that stomach hair. Let's do this. Years, you gotta put your hand behind your head and stick your four to four. years old. Uh, birthplace of Dorchester, Massachusetts. All right. Good vibration. Speaking of Massachusetts, uh, I heard in the news today that, uh, or I heard that George Young. You know who George Young is? Diane Young. No. Uh, has anybody seen the movie Blow? I've done Blow. Have you seen the movie Blow with Johnny Depp? Yeah. Johnny Depp played nope. George Young, who is the cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's getting out of jail. He's from Weymouth, Massachusetts. Weymouth. Getting out of jail today. Weymouth, Mass. He'll be dead on Wednesday. Um, he wasn't in the mob. Here's a clue. This is music. <laughs> I'm going to give you one clue and one clue only. Shane Sting. <laughs> he plays saxophone. Shane, Kenny G, 5'4". Seriously? Damn, that was pretty good. Five cool. to four. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny J. Kenny motherfucking G. I didn't, I, <clears throat> yeah. Kenny G did not play this song, but I just want to say. Was that the John Hamm thing for Saturday Night Live? Remember that? He's remember, do you remember that little skit? No. John Hamm hosted Saturday Night Live. Every time, there was like a scene where people would be making out, and then all of a sudden John Hamm would bust in, and he had like, he was bare chested with, with suspenders on his hair, his greased back, like Kenny G, like, John Hamm is so I gotta cool. Get, I gotta get that. You guys Anyways, gotta watch uh, that show. He was, uh, Kenny G is 58 years old. Quit trying to keep us in line, Joseph. I don't know. This well, is better than it was earlier when we had no <laughs> fucking enthusiasm. Well, I know. You, it, it's, how it, it's how it usually works. You All guys right. are gonna, you guys like this guy. Here's the clip. <laughs> the movie is The Patriot. <sighs> Mark, Mel Gibson? No. I was gonna say I don't like Mel Gibson. Uh, oh, um, Shane Heath Ledger. No. Fuck. Who else is in the Patriot? I don't know anybody else in that fucking movie. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't fucking. All right. Dude, Mel Gibson fucking killed that. Okay. What, the British dude that I don't know his name? Yeah, exactly. Harry Potter. (laughs) Mark Daniel Radcliffe? No. Shane Dumbledore. Next. (laughs) <laughs> Jason Isaacs. Oh yeah! Oh fucking Jason Isaacs! You don't know Jason Isaacs? No. no. He's fifty-one years old. Oh great! Is he like one of the colonels or some shit? He was the colonel. He was the he was the guy in. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? He was the he was make the, like a tree and leave. You sound the, like a damn fool when you say it wrong. He was the brutal uh, the horse commander with brutal tactics in the movie The Patriot. Yeah, I can picture yeah, him I in picture my head him now. Face, yeah, I, I can picture him right now. Oh, was he one of the snipes in uh, Burn the Church? Who was he in uh, Harry Potter? Was he the Snape the guy? The, uh, um, he was. No, the, he Snape was, was uh, the guy from a uh, Die Hard. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Drago was he the Drago? He was the you adult say Bruce Drago. Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the next one. This one, this one. Okay. Yeah, this we one's like up for grabs. we like that guy. This one's up for grabs. What's the score right now? Uh, five to four. Shane that's who I'm thinking of. Okay, you guys ready? Huh. Here's yeah. the clue. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. First yeah. clue. Yeah, guys. <clears throat> Sideways. Shane. Paul Giamatti. Bang biscuit. I was gonna say it's not forty-seven big years time old right now. Six to four. I'm not up big time. Whoa, you're up. That's two, what happened bitch. last week. We thought I was up way big, and then you came back, you're, dude. Six to four is up. Big. That's <clears> yeah, but you came time. back by like fucking. You opened it up right now. You blew it wide open. Yeah. Well, there's still. Hey, this is an open game. So. <laughs> oh, Bring it. All right. Bring the, pain. Bring the noise. Jesus some shit. Make some noise if you hear me. Next clue. Music. I made some noise because I heard you. <laughs> when doves cry. Shane, seal. Mark. 
Prince. <laughs> 55 years old. <laughs> <laughs> So, I didn't know this game would be that much of a hit. You're gonna need some pussy control. Anyways, uh, <laughs> fucking Prince. I also want to say happy birthday to Tom Jones. You know who I want to say right. happy birthday Prince to? Prince did a couple songs on Batman, the Batman movie, <laughs> and, he, and he did. And then that movie, Dicky Band, was set was sung in um, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, fucking '90s version. There with what's his face and what's her face there. So what's his Stupid face? Stupid girl. Face. Yeah, Claire Danes and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Dick. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Decapinated cock. Best known right. from Growing Here's Pain. Here's the next clue. You ready? Leo. This one's, this one's good. Okay. A-lister. Here's the movie. Clash of the Titans. Mark, Liam Neeson's. Liam Neeson. Really? <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Bruce Willie? <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Did you watch that? Liam Neeson's 61 it. years I old. I know. I made Did you watch it. It's hilarious. 61 years old. Oh, Happy birthday, Luigi Liam. That you sent me today, I, I, I couldn't get it to work. I it was, watch it. It was Luigi. He, like, throws a <laughs> thing. I saw him throw a shell and he fucking, like, hit It explodes. And then it zooms in on his face and he goes, see me rolling. <laughs> and, he, and, <laughs> and he stares down like this. That's and awesome. Luigi's looking all badass. That's sweet. Next clue. <laughs> Super bad. Shane. Oh, there's so many Shane. No, there isn't. There's two. There's like fucking... Well, think. Give me your name and then say theirs. I already said Shane. Shane? Go ahead. Give it up. Five seconds. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. No. Fuck you. Mark. Emma Stone. No. Shane. Wait, next clue. Wait, does that mean I get another guess? Or yeah, automatically? you get another it's, guess. It's, it's dead, but here we go. When you go, when you bring in a second clue, that oh, resets the guess. I can't order, think of the right? kid's yeah. name. Anyway. Okay, all right. All right here Do we you go. know his name? Ready? Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, what the hell? Can't think of his name. Yeah, fucking what's his face there? Oh, Shane, Michael Sarah. Yeah, twenty-five yeah. years old. Nice job, Shane. <laughs> That in that movie he uh, gave uh, the girl from 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 Two Broke Girls an yeah. orgasm in Jimi Hendrix's Electric Lady What's her name? studio. Um, cat something. Cat like. something. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty fun. Oh, you guys know what songs on that soundtrack? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I want All this. Right. I want this episode to end in that song. I know, right? You got it. Has to. All right, two more. I don't like this rum. Don't drink it anymore. It smells like shit. I can smell it. You smell like yeah. shit. I smell you from here. Ooh, it smells like... Smells Take my drink away from me. One of my three. Okay. It smells like cleaner or something. No, it doesn't. It smells like banana. Last two clues. Ready? It smells like... <clears throat> Curb your enthusiasm. Mark. Larry David. No. Damn. Shit. Um... No, it's not Cheryl. Cheryl Hines had her birthday a couple weeks ago. His podcast is hilarious. What's your buddy there? Is he, see, is he safety not guaranteed? No. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh, yeah, he is. Um, I, didn't I can't think of his name, bro. Next clue. Whatever. 7-7. Seven, seven. The Goldbergs. Shane. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Oh, you don't know his name either? No, I can't right. think of it. Jeff Garland. God oh, damn it. Fuck, I knew. See, I would have got it. His podcast is really funny. I like get some A-listers on You know who else's podcast is really funny? Ours. Idiot's already in progress. <laughs> yeah, have you ever listened to it? I listen to it every week. It's <laughs> Me too. We're the only ones that listen. I'm just joking, guys. People listen. It's awesome. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, if they do, please tweet Tell at us. us. Let us know. Yep. 
at POS Sarcasm. Rate us on iTunes and Stitcher, please. Last clue. <laughs> Touch my balls. Please. Office space. Oh, shit. What's his name there, right? This should be the only clue I need. Shane Michael Bolton. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm a fan of his cal- whole catalog. I don't know his name. It's seven to six. If Mark can think of this dude's name, it's all tied up. Mark, Ronald his name? Yeah! Seven. 47 years old. Seven to seven. Booyah! All right, here's the tiebreaker. Oh, shit, there's a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker! And I just saw this one. This is His birthday is June 8th. Okay. It's music. Okay. Sunday. Here is the clue. Okay. Sunday. Everyone hates him. Shane. Scott Staff. <laughs> is it? No. Damn oh, it. That's a good guess. Everybody hates him. Everybody he gets, hates him. He, hang on. Let me fix your hair. Okay. Now guess. Mark. Justin Bieber. No. Fuck. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. Come on, you got another clue? <laughs> you don't have a clue, do you? You don't even know, do you? All right, let's go. Bring it. Ready? Hey, by yeah. the way, in a few weeks, we need to mix this up with Joey playing against somebody. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. That'd okay, be go. interesting. You're going to do all the legwork, right? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Recently married to a Kardashian. Shane. Mark. Kanye oh! West. <laughs> <laughs> Damn I just it. dropped the mic, no, bitches. I like two clues in one. I, recall, recount. I, hey, you know what? It was nobody was. Th- I just threw it out there, closing it up. Wow, nice. it was that was like overtime hockey. It was. I was. I was. Oh. I was into that, man. I ain't a huxtable. I didn't go to Hill, man. Was I right when I said everybody hates him? Yes, everybody yeah, hates everybody that piece hates of shit. Him. All right. Uh, unless you guys have any final thoughts, I on do. Them. Yes, please. Okay. Shout out to one of our friends. And uh, fellow <laughs> podcast uh, buddies, um, podcast, podcast revolution. Are I they want, starting back up? No. I want to sh- give a shout out <laughs> to uh, John Turcott and his wife, Melissa, on the birth of their first child. Congratulations. Can that on air? Why not? Yeah, sure. Why Here's not? shit. And I will be returning your uh, vinyl records to you because I'm, unavail- I'm unable to sell them. Yes. So, because John. apparently nobody's a fan of Joan Baez. Uh, really? You can sell those for like three cents. Where yeah. did you give him Joan Baez? Joan Baez was really pretty in the those? 60s. Anyways. Uh, no, I got two more things, okay. dude. All right, okay. God damn okay. it. Okay. And the second second uh, shout out I want to give to um, a nice family called the Chapelos in Michigan. Okay. Grand Rapids, Michigan, because they sent me a PS3 because they're some of my best friends on earth. And they apparently had an extra PlayStation 3 laying around. That's awesome. And I got a PS3. So Mike and Amy, big ups. I've got some amazing for next week's birthday game. We have some incredible heavy hitters, so stay tuned for that. Speaking of heavy, yep, I have a quote <laughs> that I found in an old uh, oh moleskin notebook. Here, it's from a book I read is in that college. A of a dildo? What is the matter? With you? No, it isn't. Okay, okay, it's a quote I have um, from a book I read in college called "Art and Fear," and it goes out to my friend over there who does positive sarcasm. And comedy is a form of art, and it goes out to Seymour here, who's a artist. And this is about giving up on your art. So you want me to give up? No, this is <laughs> this is encouraging. Okay, guys. Yeah. It says quitting is fundamentally different from stopping. The latter happens all the time. Quitting happens once. Quit.
quitting means not starting again, and art is all about starting again. Art and Fear, good book. Go out and read it. All Drop right. the mic. Drop it. Walk off. Anything? Any final thoughts from you there, Mr. Falcon? I'm good. <laughs> All right. Mr. Falcon. Um, Mr. Good. Butterfly. We are uh, facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. Go to positivesarcasm.com uh, for any and all information. Uh, positive sarcasm. Uh, I'm going to be going to the movie theaters tomorrow. I will have a full review of The Edge of Tomorrow starring uh, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. When no he spoilers, says full review, he means he's going to review the movie in under 30 seconds like he always does. Yeah, yeah but no probably. spoilers. I'll get right to the ending and then the exactly. other ending and then the next no, ending. No, no spoilers. No, you're not going to get to no. the ending. We're gonna I'll just give you straight up if it's a movie worth seeing and it probably is. Usually these movies are. Anyways, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. That. Please tell a friend because we're only going to get bigger. You know it. Not physically. Um, I am. Oh, but right now. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.